What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, doing well. You know, healthy, alive. Uh, everything's everything's uh, just peachy in the world. Mm-hmm. You're alive, right? That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Seven mm-hmm. people are not in Philadelphia. Seven people were shot over last weekend in Philadelphia. 25 others were injured in shootings and stabbings in the city of brotherly love. Mm. Yeah, so I don't think I would describe was, it as that nowadays. That is an increase compared to the weekend before that. So what did the city do? The city, their homicide right now is at the highest it's been since 2007. But the city has come up with a plan to try and drop the amount of shootings that are going on. So guess what they did? I love these things. The city of Philadelphia decided that they were going to do a gun turn in, right? If you've got a gun, I'll turn it in. Turn that in. Because, well, you know, it's the guns that cause the violence, right? That's what causes the violence. It's not the people. No, of course not. Mm-hmm. No. I didn't see and, anything about a knife turned in. Where is there a knife turned right, in? Right, right. And, you know, it's not like we don't have a, a Second Amendment or anything, you know, that, that no, no, your no. right to own a gun. Yeah. No, you don't need that. Now, was this, was this a voluntary or a mandatory turn in? This is a voluntary. This was a voluntary, voluntary. thing. Okay. Uh, and it looks here like they only got a few dozen guns. Uh, That's all they got turned in. The city of Philadelphia is saying that it didn't have an impact on the violence of the city streets. Huh? Oh, no. Huh? You don't like I I thought this would this would solve the problem, right? Because there's no more guns. Clearly, everybody turned in all their guns. You know, I mean, why why did they think this was going to work? I have no idea. I have no idea. In total, 43 guns were turned in, which is a step in the right direction to help save lives, especially children whose lives have been innocently caught in the crossfire of shootouts. You notice how they always make the gun turn ins and the gun buybacks and the gun control about common sense and children. It's always about that. Mm. Don't don't you want to turn in your guns? Do it for the children. Right. Do it for the children. Where are the parents getting? Why why aren't you guys getting angry at the government for? exploiting your kids for their political gains. Does nobody ever think about that? Like these things that they keep spouting off is that's that's exactly what they're doing. It, it they're, is. they're using your kids for their political agenda, for their political gains. Did you approve of this? Did you like is that is that, don't we have laws against that anyway? <laughs> that I'm being facetious. Right. A city council member has come out and said, I'm not going to mention who it is, but they've come out and they've said that um, they're facing an emergency in the city when it comes to gun violence, an emergency. Mm. And they're seeing children be shot and murdered. And you're also and you're also seeing pregnant women being shot and murdered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why, you see, Bruce, why, you see, Bruce, why, it's about children and pregnant women. That's what it's about. Why are they pointing out pregnant women? Because I, I thought, you know, abortion on demand was their thing. So. It, it like they don't care about pregnant women. They're just the same as any other woman. Yeah, that, you know, I'm a bit I, confused I, on that one. Yeah, I, you you would think that that's kind of the logic that they would follow, but they don't. But uh, they're saying here that if they go block by block, neighborhood by neighborhood, and develop, you hearing this? Are you hearing this? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. develop a unique plan 
and find the credible messengers in those communities. In every community, there is somebody who can stop the violence in that community. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So let me mm-hmm. let me get this straight. You think that you're going to go neighborhood by neighborhood, block by block, and you think you're going to find people to be snitches? Do you think that's going to work in a city? Any city. I don't care if it's Philadelphia or if it's Los Angeles. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. People don't behave like that. Obviously, these are mm. people that are disconnected, right? They're completely disconnected. That's not how cities work. Maybe they should take note of uh, what uh, Cuomo did in, in New York with the... Um their, their hotline that they had that you were supposed to report to if somebody was, uh, you know, uh, violating the lockdowns and uh, not wearing masks and whatnot. They had a hotline where you could send in photos or, or text messages, you know. And yeah, they received a lot of Hitler memes, pictures of genitalia, you know, th- things of that nature uh, instead of actually people uh, ratting out someone else. <laughs> they had to shut it down. Yep. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, but uh, that's that's what you're going to get. You know, the American people typically don't like that. That's not the American way. Anyway, you don't rat each other out. We also don't endorse, you know, illegal actions. But uh, this isn't this isn't illegal action like the lockdowns and stuff wasn't illegal. Anyway. Anyway, yes, there is a uh, there is a way uh, there's a way to do this. And then there is a way to completely screw this up. And the way that the city council's taking the position that they're taking, this is not how you do it, right? This is not how you do it. When are you people going to understand that when you try to take guns off the streets, that ends up in more shootings and more deaths? I I hate to hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but uh, the city of Philadelphia has a gun ban. (laughs) Has anybody even bothered to point that out? The same thing happens in Chicago. You know, Chicago has a total gun ban. And look at all the shootings up there. New York, total gun ban. If you want to go, let's say you want to own a gun, okay? You can own a gun in those cities, I think, but you need a very special permit or you have to be a law enforcement officer. I don't see any law-abiding citizens out there shooting up neighborhoods, do you? Mm-mm. So clearly, I, I don't either. Clearly, when you take away guns from the honest people, this is what you get. This is what you get. I, I love the, uh, I love the, I don't want to say liberal logic because that, I mean, because they're, they're not liberals. I don't want to say that, but they come Regressive. out and they say, oh, well, yeah, the regressive logic. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. Because they're not progressives either. They're regressives. Mm-hmm. So the regressive mm-hmm. logic here. Oh, we're going to take away all the guns. That's going to get rid of the violence. That's as intelligent as saying, we're going to abolish the prisons because that's going to stop all crime. So stupid. So stupid. We're, we're going to get rid of the police and that's going to stop the crime. Have you lost your mind? I would. Well, no, don't answer that. That's rhetorical. Don't don't answer that. Anyway, that's what's going on in Philly. I clearly gun bans. I mean, no, sorry. Sorry. It doesn't work anyway. Mm-mm. So North Korea, you got something on North Korea. We talked about North Korea uh, yesterday, I think it was. You, what's what's going on with North Korea? So in North Korea, uh, according to actually, uh, according to our, our own military is saying that they have uh they do have a, a fairly large stockpile of nuclear weapons. And I mean, 60 nuclear weapons is is enough to cause, a, you know, nuclear winter and all kinds of stuff across the planet. I mean, you can do a lot of damage with that. But they also have 5,000 tons of chemical weapons stockpiled. And this is all based on... Um, now, how on earth do we know that? that hold, hold on, hold this on. This was... Yeah. Hold, hold yeah. on, hold on. All right. So do you said 25 nuclear weapons? Yeah. 60. 60. Okay. 60 nuclear weapons. And how, how much chemical weapons? 5,000 tons. 5,000 tons. Uh, okay. All right. Are these the same people that said there were WMDs in Iraq? I wonder. I, I don't know on that one. Um, 
which I think that was like Bolton and some of the other ones. Aren't yeah, it was Bolton and the rest and, of them. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumsfeld yeah. and uh, well, Colin Powell and all the rest of them. Yeah, this comes from the U.S. Army, uh, U.S. Department of Army of the Army. This year, they're saying that Kim Jong Un's uh, regime may be able to attain a hundred such weapons by the end of this year, according then, to okay. a South Korean news agency. All right, so they know they know the only thing that they can figure out. Okay. They're not getting intel from inside there, right? We couldn't even find out if the son of a, never mind. <laughs> we almost said it. We couldn't even find out if the guy was uh, dead or alive. We didn't even know. And now all of a sudden we know for a fact they've got 60 nuclear weapons. We know where they're keeping them. We know that they have well, 5,000 tons of biological weapons and we know where, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't buy that. I don't. So they're saying that this is this is actually an estimate, right? They're, it's anywhere from twenty to sixty bombs, is what they're saying. When you really get down into the to the nitty gritty of it, they're saying though they're capable of making six new nuclear devices each year. So that that's their current production rate. They uh, they're reactor? oh, they do. Yeah, the Clintons gave it to them. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. North Korea also has a large chemical agent processing facility, right? So they, they create 20 different types of chemical agents. Now, it's not necessarily difficult to see if they do have these things because you can track it with satellite. So you can, yeah, you, you can see, you know, like transportation logistics, you know, the size of the facilities based on what they have, you know, I mean, you could, uh, you know, with enough intelligence, estimate how much they have. Uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, I could see that speculation being somewhat accurate, honestly. Purchases um, from other nations also. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, China and Russia have been, you know, buddies with them. And Iran. Helping, so, and Iran. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's very possible uh, that they have this this technology and that the ability to produce this. Hmm. I don't know. I'm skeptical because I know how the uh, I know how the hawks like to build up the war propaganda and they've been aching for a war in the Middle East and they haven't gotten it with Trump. As a matter of fact, Trump's over there brokering peace, right? They don't like that. And so I don't know, maybe. OK, they've brokered a peace deal between Israel, the UAE, and they're talking about bringing the Saudis in on it. And the Moroccans are also saying that they're possibly going to get in on it. OK, so if you have that, if you have peace, you have a peace deal in the Middle East. What does that mean? That means they're going to have to look elsewhere to start up a to, to stir up a hornet's nest. North Korea. Just, that's just my take. Well, and the other thing is uh, North Korea is having other issues right now to where, uh, for example, their pets. Oh, yeah. I heard about uh, that. Not all. Kim is having their pets like they've banned having pet, anim, you know, your pets and they're being sent for uh, food sent to restaurants and whatnot. So they're, they're struggling with uh, with uh, food right now. I so. thought that I thought that every I thought that everyone had plenty to go around in utopia. I mean, I, I thought that that's how it was over there. I mean, isn't that isn't that what it is? It's you know everyone. Has I mean, plenty to eat. And- maybe you know. I mean, legitimately, maybe they did before, which I don't believe they did. But they've had a lot of problems with uh, flooding. Uh, the same with China. It's monsoon season, and they've had what was it like seven hundred different farms or something like that that had uh, been damaged from uh, the monsoon season. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. they're out of a lot of food as well. And I don't know how much food they were getting from China, for example. So it's possible. That, and uh, with us being shut down, reserve. yeah, with us being shut down, that means what? The World Food Program isn't running. So. Right. Um, Let's just say I hope you're happy for putting everyone else in that predicament. You know something? Here's the worst part about it. The people suffer for that. 
The people suffer yeah. for the incompetence of their leadership. And just mm-hmm. the same as us, right? We suffer for the incompetence of our leaders as well. We're not immune from that. Yeah. So by us being shut down from what came from China in the first place, guess what? You're not getting food, right? That's terrible. That's terrible. You know, the U.S. and Brazil, you know, just the two of us, if we do it correctly, just the two of us, right? Just just those two countries alone. Do you know that they could feed the world and there would be a surplus at its current pace? I mean, that's a that that's undeniable. That is undeniable. It's government mismanagement is what causes that. This is why you have yep. the U.S. And, and Brazil under attack right now, because Bolsonaro knows this. Trump knows this. Right. They know they know that that can be done. But Instead of having people in there that want to benefit and help humanity, we've got people in there that want to torpedo humanity. That's just, yeah, anyway. All right, on to space. NASA, mm-hmm. right, they've hit a big milestone. They're on their way to Mars, and they've got, uh, they've got, a hel- they've got one of those helicopters, right, one of the helicopter drones. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's powered up and ready to go. Don't know if you've seen that or not, uh, but it is attached it. to the actual rover itself. It is yeah, known as, know. let me see, the... Um, the rover is known as the Perseverance, uh, excuse me, the um, Perseverance rover known as Ingenuity, right? It's got six lithium-ion batteries that power it, and they were powered up and charged on August 7th. It took eight hours for Ingenuity's batteries to be charged to 35%. It was a big milestone. This is a quote from uh, uh, from NASA. They said it was a big milestone as it was our first opportunity to turn on the Ingenuity and give its electronics a test drive since we launched it on July 30th. Since everything went by the book, we'll perform the same activity about every two weeks to maintain an acceptable state of charge. So, okay, so what are they going to do with this? They're going to continue to test and test and test until it holds 100%. And then what are they going to do with it? I don't understand. What, what's the point of it? Aerial footage? Is um, that it? It's so... I would imagine probably aerial footage, but also just testing to see if it's possible. You know, thinner atmosphere, pretty sharp winds there. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know all of what they're intending with this. But uh, if we can get some kind of atmospheric readings with this thing, uh, you know, maybe we'll understand it better before we send our, our um, colonists there. Okay, it says here the Perseverance rover launched into space atop a United Launch Atlas V rocket. So it's not there yet, right? Um, I'm assuming it was on July no. 30th. It can't be there. No, it can't be there because it takes six months to get. Oh, uh, it's yeah, it's it's next um, next year is when it'll be there. February is okay. When oh, it'll okay. Touch down. Right. So what? They're charging it up now. I don't understand. So uh, I so they're they're charging it up now to make sure systems are a go. You know, make sure everything's fun and good the other thing is uh they needed to check to see that um software programming and everything is is good and stable so that they can if they need to rewrite anything they can uh i know they've done that before with other drones on the fly they've uh, uh had to rewrite software or or um, change some perimeters and whatnot for it i don't know man it's a is this thing autonomous or or is it not because how like you're flying a you're going to be trying to fly a, a helicopter drone. In, didn't you say there was 20 minutes of latency? Yeah, it's about 20 minutes. Technically, these are all autonomous, more or less. It's kind of like our current um, drone systems. You set up a, a flight path, if you will, and then the drone follows the flight path. So, you know, you, you do kind of have to have a like an understanding or knowledge of what the area is. I don't know what kind of sensors the drone has and if, it, if it's capable of like somewhat flying on its own. I, I don't know the details on that one. But uh, yeah, I, I imagine it's, it's just using current drone technology that we've, uh, 
we've seen and have been exposed to. Says here that it'll be taking, let me see, it'll be touching down on the Martian surface on February 18th of 2021. Are we going to be able to watch that? Uh, maybe. So the, um, if it's, if it's like other drones or that we've sent over there, rovers, there's usually a base station which stays in space, and that's where the uh, the rover is launched from. You'll see footage from there, and also probably the drone itself will have footage in it, they'll, uh, the rover and everything. Uh, depending on how they plan to land, there may be a large dust cloud and everything, so you may not really see anything at all. It's just dust. I'm interested to see a Mars landing, really. I don't know. It's there's not footage of the uh, the rover landing up there, is it? I think there was with the most recent one we did. I, I'm wanting to say I've seen some with um, what was it? Uh, I'm wanting to say it was like was it Curiosity or is that this one? I don't I don't remember which one it was. It was the one that was the size of size of like a minivan that we put up recently. I think there was footage of that one. There is. Wait a minute. No, there, there is this one, right? Isn't this one the size of a minivan? Uh, this one I think is the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, okay. All right. I thought it was a little bit bigger than that. Okay. You got something on colleges, you said? I do. Um, So Michigan, uh, Michigan College is going to digitally track all of its students' movements at all times. So, uh, you know, if you're in your dorm, they'll track you there. And if you go hit the head, they'll track you there. If you go get food or walk around the the, uh, compound or whatever you want to call it. um, Yeah, they're going to be tracking all of it. And this is all for protection of uh, COVID. Um, they're, they're requesting that students stay within a 4.5 uh, mile perimeter uh, during this this entire um, um, COVID and uh, you know all that pandemic stuff. They, they want them to stay on campus. Yeah. So they essentially want to create little prisons, is what they want to do. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. So they're they're actually talking about. Uh, if you go off this four and a half mile perimeter, administration will be notified and you as a student may be temporarily suspended. Well, that doesn't sound authoritarian at all. I mean, that sounds like they no, want to keep everybody no. safe, doesn't it? Yeah. That's kind of what uh, I'm, yeah, I mean. It's, all, yeah. it's about your safety and the safety of others. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't worry about your your freedoms or your liberty. Uh, also, don't pay any attention to the fact that you're paying $60,000 to go to a college uh, and they're not only indoctrinating you, but also turning it into an authoritarian dictatorship in, in, in a you know small microcosm. So you know it's, it's not a, it's not a big deal, right? You know, there's no no issues there. I kind of wonder at what point are they going to install the uh, the shock feature on those little wristbands? At what right. point are they going to do that? As in, you step yeah. out of line, oh, you get shocked. You know, like a uh, like a shock collar for a dog. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's essentially what it is, right? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, more or less. I mean, that's that's what it's turning into. Um, as far as uh, this this tracking is concerned, uh, we've discussed it before. This is one of the things they want to do with social credit, right? They want to track all your movements, where you are at all times, which, yeah, I know. They, they technically already do that with um, our smartphones and whatnot. So it's not really anything new. But the fact that now there's there's a punishment tied to it, right? Now there's something that can affect your life tied to it. It's no longer just... You're free to do whatever you want. And then when you break the law, then you get punished for, you know, breaking the law. Now it's a, well, if you don't do what we say, now you're going to get suspended, which why, why, why are you going to these colleges? Why are you paying them so much money to go be indoctrinated when this is what they do? If it were me and I had a kid in an American university and I saw the kind of nonsense that they were teaching 
Like if that was being taught to my kid and on top of that, my kid was adopting that philosophy. Guess what? You're on your own. Sorry, not paying for you any longer. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I would I would pull them. I would pull my money out. I would no longer pay for you to become stupid, which that's all you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's all you're doing. You're teaching kids how to be stupid in these universities. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're doing is you teach them how to think. uh, Excuse me, not um, how to think, but what specifically they they are to think. think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this whole nonsense that we've seen, uh, the the. um, cultural appropriation yeah that came from colleges and universities how halloween you know you, you can't dress up as certain uh, certain groups or 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 you know uh, attire because it's cultural appropriation you know we, we can't do that especially if you're white you can't do that because you know clearly that's racist and so on and so forth so uh, it's just it's kind of the bs we're getting out of these these uh locations that is true. I don't know if you want to talk about this for a few minutes because um, we're going to discuss this in detail later on this afternoon. But your favorite governor is back in the news and mm. he's calling the res- New York's response to the coronavirus beautiful. That's his actual quote. Uh, beautiful. Yes. So just just to be clear, uh, Cuomo, you're, you're saying your response to sending elderly people or, or excuse me, covid positive patients into elderly people, you know, retirement homes. Um, you're, you're calling that beautiful killing off apparent, thousands apparent, of people he is. Is, is beautiful. That's literally what you're saying there, Cuomo. And is anybody in the media going to call him out on this? No, probably not, not. not in the corporate media. No, his actual quote is this. He says, New York has gone from one of the highest infection rates on the globe to one of the lowest. We climbed the impossible mountain and now we're on the other side. And for all the pain and all the tears, our way worked and it was beautiful. Mm, it worked, did it? Well, I mean, it did work. You you did kill off a bunch of elderly people. You're 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 right. You did kill off a bunch of people's parents and grandparents and whatnot, which you said we were all supposed to lock down and not do anything because we were going to do that. But uh, yeah, which uh, by the way, I'm I'm curious is is his mother in a retirement home? Is she in any I of the retirement know. homes that I have um, no idea. he sent these I, I would positive imagine, patients to? I would imagine with his age, I, I think his mother's probably uh, passed on. I, that would be my guess. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, that, that's yeah, my guess. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my yeah. guess. I don't know that for a fact. But um, yeah, but you you notice what other country is, is dealing with um, all of the... Um, you know, uh, they had a whole bunch of deaths and, and everything. Well, actually, well, no, they only really had 3,000. But they've been open and they've been on the other side of it for quite a while. Uh, and that's China. It seems almost like a, uh, a mirror image of an agenda, doesn't it? Just, I, I just hmm. wanted to mention that. I, I, I don't know what you're referencing there. I, I, I don't I don't. It wouldn't be the fact that that's all. where it came from. That wouldn't be that. Wouldn't no. be that at all. No, 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 of course not. All right. We're going to have to jump out of here this morning. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon and I hope everyone has a great morning.